Analytics, it's a hot topic in the security realm. What is it though, and why use it? Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor with Information Security Media Group. And to talk analytics, I'm talking with Mark McGovern, VP of Product Management at CA Technologies. Mark, thanks very much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me, it's good to be here. Analytics is a hot topic in the security realm. Give me, if you will, the skinny, why use analytics? What's the upside, what's on offer? Analytics is, today, you're right, it's something that everybody's looking at, uh, trying to figure out how they're going to use it inside their environment. And the real value that it's starting to bring into the enterprise world is the ability to detect new attacks, uh, detect them quickly, whether they're coming from the outside, so malicious attackers trying to get in, trying to get something they shouldn't have access to, or insiders who you've already given privilege to, but now they've started to do things that are inappropriate or malicious. Um, so the ability to do that detection, and then also to drive mitigations against those. So the real value of analytics is not just the detection, but then driving an automated mitigation capability against it to slow them down or to stop them. Because the sooner you can respond, theoretically, the less damage gets done. That's right. So the less damage gets done. You know, over the past few years, folks like Mandiant or the folks who have done surveys of uh, like the Verizon data breach studies have demonstrated that you know, attacks and, and compromises go undetected sometimes for 200, 300 days. Uh, and so bringing to bear something that isn't a human, that's the machine, to close that window and to do the detection much faster is really critically important. So Why were we doing analytics 10 years ago? What's changed? You know, a big thing that's changed is both the ability for the machines to do the work so we have compute power now that enables us to do to process the data and, and to do the right things. We have a big focus, as everyone I think knows, on the idea of big data, data analytics, um, whether that's because of the work that folks in the cloud have done and sort of doing consumer-oriented stuff. So there's a lot more talent in some ways that is focused on analytics, plus we have the capability to manage the data and the storage of it. So all those things come together is sort of a perfect storm. And I say the last part of that perfect storm is the attackers. So the attackers have gotten a lot more devious uh, and a lot more capable at figuring out how to get around our existing systems. So the existing systems, remember, are a lot of static defenses. So what we were doing 10 years ago was putting together and putting out there firewalls, IDS systems, even SIM systems, which are based on static rule sets and the bad guys have figured out how to sidestep those, right? How to get around them. So now you need something that's, that's smarter and always watching that can do that detection. And that's where analytics really hits a, a big sweet spot, is how do I find that attacker or insider who's sidestepping the static rules? And give me an example of what an insider attack might look like. I mean, oh. what, what sorts of flags will analytics be detecting. Yeah, you know, I think sometimes when you say insiders, people think, oh, you know, like, um, um, they think oftentimes of spies or uh, Snowden, and that's legitimate. So, um, you know, the concept that you have this um, entity or person inside your organization who's stealing things. But the reality is inside today has so many different meanings, and depending on your enterprise, it can mean your development teams, or your development partners who are operating overseas, who you have to give access to. It can be uh, third parties or uh, business partners who are accessing your systems. So insider today is really anybody who you've given access to for a legitimate reason. And the type of havoc and security issues that they, they can cause are um, they can take data, steal data, 
uh, inappropriately access systems and damage them. Uh, you find all sorts of use cases, whether it's the disgruntled worker who's going to take a bunch of your proprietary data to his next job or release it in an inappropriate way, um, to the insider threat that arguably isn't maliciously trying to do something, but inadvertently is going to put something into your system, whether it's content or malware. And so they're the vehicle being used. And that's an insider, though, right? Well, I think that's a great point you make. Insiders have access, and they may do things inadvertently. Phishing, we see attacks yeah. where that's obviously not someone saying, I'm out to harm my employer. Right. And so that's just it. So, you know, at CA, what we're really focused on the, is the idea of taking behavior analytics and applying it into the enterprise and saying, hey, you're enabling access for legitimate users. We need analytics to watch that access that you've provisioned and then to detect quickly when it's being used maliciously or inappropriately. And so our threat analytics for privileged access management is the first product we released. We released that in November uh, and it's done really great. And so in that world, what we're looking at are the folks who you've provided notable access to, admins, external parties who needed privilege access. So a lot of these folks you give privilege to, but they're not trusted. Now the analytics allow you to watch what they're doing and quickly detect when it might be inappropriate or malicious. Is behavioral analytics synonymous or increasingly synonymous with analytics when referred to security? I mean, is there a nuance there? There is a nuance there. And I think particularly as enterprises or companies are looking outward at what their future is and how they're going to do security, most of the access that you're providing and the things you want to protect are you want to give users, human beings, access to systems and you want to give systems access. Uh, and increasingly, enterprises own fewer and fewer networks, so the actual switches and TCPIP stacks and packets. So I'd say that user and behavior analytics is looking at the thing you care about, which is what is a user or what is a machine doing when it accesses that sensitive service or data. Whereas you'll see, you will see a bunch of folks who are selling packet analysis or network analysis, but that really is something that I'd say only folks who are running very large networks and are trying to protect the network itself. The value of user analytics is that it's really protecting the thing you care most about, which is the access to your data and that sensitive service. You have an analogy involving bacon. Tell, <laughs> me, tell me more, please. So bacon is an amazing, I'll say commodity or um, food, right? And it's something that everybody understands. It's tasty. It's, uh, it's popular, increasingly popular. And we want to put it in everything. It complements things, right? And that's what analytics are actually to IT. Analytics are the bacon of IT. So there's something that complements the existing world that you have in your infrastructure, makes it better, but it's not something you necessarily just want to buy a plate full of. You don't go to the restaurant and order a plate full of bacon. Right? You get bacon to add it to something, whether it's the salad or the breakfast or anything. And so it complements the other things. And so analytics should be thought of that way. When you're doing access management, when you're doing uh, cloud access, when you're doing authentication, how do you use analytics to watch those interactions of those identities and users and make them better? Mark, thanks very much for your insights today. Hey, thank you. It's good being here. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thank you very much for joining us.